Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. So what did I learn from a five-star dining experience that taught me so much about trade shows and about business? It's going to blow you away. It's going to get your wheels spinning and your mouth watering. So grab your knife and fork and come along with me for the ride. Welcome to Trade Show University, the ultimate resource for marketers, planners, and business owners looking to create results, increase revenue, and maximize their ROI for upcoming trade shows. We'll help you navigate the complexities of trade shows, set the right goals, find true success, and get the most out of each experience for you and your team. It's time to get your PhD in ROI with your host, the man with over 25 years of trade show experience, Jim Cermak. Welcome to Trade Show University. I am your host, Jim Cermak. We are going to have some fun today. You're going to be glad you tuned in today. This is just going to be a really unique uh, experience. We're going to have a little bit of fun, like I said. You know, there's there hasn't been a whole lot of fun going on, especially the trade show world over the past few months. But today we're gonna we're gonna change that up a bit. I'm going to tell you about an absolutely unforgettable experience I had at a five star restaurant a couple of years ago, and explain how it taught me about the right way to do trade shows. You'll also be able to take away some lessons and apply these to your overall business. Oh my gosh, it's going to blow you away. It's going to absolutely blow you away. Before we dive into this amazing virtual restaurant experience, let's talk about virtual events. Virtual trade shows and events are all about what's happening for businesses right now. You know, they're still very new for most of us, right? You know, so I encourage you to go back to some past episodes of Trade Show University podcast to check out some of the powerful and effective tips that I've been telling you about in these podcasts and techniques for holding and exhibiting at virtual trade shows and events. Go back to episode 36, which is tips for going virtual. Episode 38 has 10 must-dos for virtual event success. Episode 39 is all about hybrid events. So that's those ones that are virtual and live at the same time. Episode 40, I had an amazing interview with Ben Thomas of MarketScale, who talked all about going live and virtual tools that are used by the big brands that he's experienced. So if you're doing virtual events, you're doing virtual shows, go back, listen to those. And there's dozens more episodes to help you with both virtual and live events as those start to come back online. You know, so wherever you listen, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or even Stitcher or some other platform, be sure to subscribe to Trade Show University so you never miss an episode. Once you subscribe, you'll get notification that the next episode is up. So you make sure you get every single tip. This is, this is all value. If you haven't listened to this, this podcast, go back and listen. All value. That is absolutely no cost to you. If these episodes are bringing value to you, you find them to have great stuff, great content, Leave me a review 
I absolutely love reading the reviews that I've been getting. And it helps me know that I'm making a difference out there. So please do that. Go back, check out some episodes. So are you ready to go on this restaurant journey with me? All right. If you're ready, then buckle up. We're heading down to Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, my gosh. An absolutely beautiful city. One of my favorite cities. Very romantic city. Ton of history there. Ton of history. And as I found out, it is the home to some amazing restaurants. So I was in town for business with a couple of colleagues when the topic of dinner came up. None of us had been to Charleston before, so we started asking a couple of the people that we were with, a couple of locals and a couple of people that worked at the hotel. One after another started recommending a place called Hall's Chop House. So we decided to head there. Now, Hall's Chop House is a family-owned and operated upscale, but not too fancy restaurant in downtown Charleston. They are known for their steaks and overall great food. So we were, we were pretty excited to go because it was so highly recommended, and we walked, we had about a 10, 15-minute walk over there. So we turned a corner, and we were within a few feet of halls, and we see this huge line outside. There was probably, not huge, but it was probably about 10, 15 people outside of the restaurant waiting in line, and we're like, ugh, we were hungry, so we didn't really want to wait, but we decided, hey, this was highly recommended, so we, we were waiting in line. And while we were waiting in line, we were waiting for maybe, you know, 10 minutes or so. And we're like, and line really hadn't moved that much. And so we, we were kind of starting to go, yeah, maybe we should try somewhere else. When all of a sudden the door opens up and someone comes out and is starting to go down the line, you know, well-dressed guy. And he's, he's shaking hands and smiling and greeting people. Turns out this is a member of the Hall family, one of the owners of the restaurant, and he is greeting every single person in line. He gets down to us. He's thanking us for, for coming. He's like, oh, is this your first time here? And he's like, you are just going to, you are going to love this. Please, you know, just wait. You're, it's just going to be a few more minutes. We'll get you inside, get you a drink and, and get you seated. And all of a sudden we were like, oh. We just met one of the owners, so and we were so impressed that he came out and greeted every person in line. So we, of course, we stuck around. <laughs> we stuck around. Yeah, you know, we haven't even gotten in the door. We're already impressed with this place. So we finally get inside. Inside, there's a jazz trio playing right inside the front door. Great atmosphere. A lot of smiles. A lot of laughter and and you know. The storytelling going on. It's just a really great atmosphere. It was uh, casual, but upscale at the same time. Just a great mood being set right out of the gate. I was getting pretty excited about this place. So the same person who we met outside greeted us inside, shook our hands again, asked us how many for dinner, told us how long it was going to be, and then said, hey, why don't you go grab a drink at the bar? And we'll have you seated in just a couple minutes. So we did. We did. And it wasn't all that long. And we, we got called for our table. So we finally got to our table. And we had, had our seats. And pretty soon, we had two people at our table. Our main server welcomed us to the halls. And he introduced the secondary server that was going to be helping out tonight. And I'm like, oh, two servers? three. There's three of us here for dinner. This is going to be great service right out of the gate. So we had a great introduction right at our table, setting that tone one more time or reestablishing that tone. Next thing that happened, 
we had someone from the kitchen carried out this big butcher block <laughs> with several steaks on it. Not cooked steaks. These are the raw steaks that the butcher probably just cut up and showed each of their main cuts. And I got to tell you, I was impressed. I don't know about you. I've never seen this before. I've been to steakhouses, but I've never had someone bring the actual steaks out before. It was impressive. <laughs> you could definitely see the quality of each cut of meat. So one more time, that the notch is just going up and up and up. You know, the main server went through their specials. He started describing each dish in a way that just made your mouth water. It wasn't, you know, our special is a New York strip with sautéed onions and mushrooms. It wasn't that at all. What the way he described it was something like our special today is our New York strip steak. You know, the rich marbling of this cut combined with our wet aging process gives a fine silky texture with robust flavor. It's our most popular steak and for a good reason. It can be topped with onions and mushrooms caramelized in a Cabernet wine. Oh, you know, I, I don't know about you. <laughs> My mouth is watering just saying that. What a difference. What a difference between those two descriptions, right? So you know, we, we all placed our orders. After a few minutes, our food began coming out, our appetizers, and then our main entree and everything that arrived. Every single dish that arrived at our table was a feast for the eyes. They say you, you eat with your eyes first, and oh my gosh, it was amazing to see every single dish, the way it was presented, just was delicious. From the salads to the appetizers, the entrees, everything was amazing. And of course, the food tasted as good or better than it looked and <laughs> better than expected. You know, have you ever had one of those meals? The guy asked him, every one of those meals, you take that first bite and OMG, I mean, your, your eyes just, you kind of close your eyes and maybe you lean back a little bit because how good it tastes. The thing about this meal, the second bite was the same way and the third bite, every single bite, you're just, it's, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I really don't know how they do it, but it was amazing. You savored every single bite, including the very last bite. It was just outstanding. Our, our the food we were, and we were stopped. We we ate just about everything that came out, and, and we got a lot of food. So we we're finishing up, kind of sitting back a little bit, and then something happened that I wasn't expecting, and I've never experienced this before in a restaurant. You know, after we had finished our dinner, and it was clear that we were done, we were just enjoying our conversation. Our main server came by and he asked if we were done with our meals. You know, he waited for us to say yes, and then he and two other people who, who seemingly came out of nowhere, they completely cleared off our table, including brushing the crumbs off of our table with some fancy little comb brush. I never, never even saw one of these things before. And the table, under 10 seconds, looked like it did when we first sat down. I, my guest and I, we just stared at each other in amazement. <laughs> this was this was not done to shoo us out. This was not done to say, hey, we need the table. Because the next thing he did was he asked if we wanted dessert, which we didn't until he, of course, just started describing our choices and brought a few of them out for us to look at. <laughs> and, of course, we had to give in. We had to give I have a horrible sweet tooth or, or an excellent sweet tooth, whatever you want to say it. I love desserts. And so I was the first one to cave in. So we ate, we had dessert. It was amazing. Had some coffee to just round it out. It was just 
outstanding. Uh, finally, we're done. A couple hours of an incredible and memorable dieting experience. You know, we got up. We were grateful to have that 10, 15-minute walk back to our hotel room, <laughs> hopefully burn off a couple of these calories we just took in. You know, as we got towards the front door, uh, the host, the same person who greeted us outside, the same one that greeted us inside, greeted us one more time on our way out, shook our hands, asked how our meals were, and invited us to come back. And of course, I want to go back. I can't wait to go back. So that wrapped up our incredible dining experience. And now I want to have this make sense, because <laughs> we're on Trade Show University, right? I want to have this make sense and bring some value to you uh, for more than just wanting to visit Hall's Chop House <laughs> next time you're in Charleston. Let me go through my experience again, and I'm going to tell you some powerful takeaways you can use in trade shows and in your business overall, Okay. So let's go back to the beginning of our experience. We were waiting in line outside when one of the owners comes out and starts greeting people in line. So I want to ask you, how are you greeting people at your exhibit? Do they feel special or are they just like anybody else? Or do they have to wait for a while for someone to actually walk up to you? Do they feel like they're bothering you? You have to be happy, you have to be excited and make them feel special. If you knew that this was going to be your best customer ever, how would you greet them? How would you greet them? And you have no idea who that person is walking in. You have no idea. Treat every person like they could be your best customer ever. Here's another thing. If you're running a promotion like a prize wheel or something that causes a line of people to form, just like we were in line outside and had a way to get in, then send someone out to greet each person and thank them for coming and waiting in line. Maybe also get them qualified as they're standing in line to get into your booth or to, you know, to uh, register for that promotion or that try to win that prize. Ask them some questions while they're standing there. Make good use of their time. Don't make a dead space because if it's just them waiting, 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 their time is valuable. They may just get out of line and never come back. Okay, they may go, you know what, I don't need a new t-shirt. I don't need the whatever you're giving away. And they may leave. So send someone out, get them pre-qualified, get them excited. Hey, it's just gonna be a couple more minutes. Oh my gosh, you're gonna love this game. You're gonna whatever it is, get them excited. Now I want you to think about it. At Halls, it was my first time being there, and I'm waiting in line outside. I would not do this for any other restaurant. <laughs> My first thought was maybe we should go somewhere else. But then when someone came out and greeted me and sincerely thanked me for being there, there was no way I was getting out of line. There was no way. All right. So, okay. Then we got inside. There's that jazz trio playing right by the door. There's a lot of talking, a lot of smiling. It was a great atmosphere. People were having a good time, clearly. So how are you setting the tone at your booth? You know, what's the atmosphere you're setting at your booth? Is, is it fun? Is it inviting? How's the lighting? Okay, lighting can make a huge difference. Is there music going on? Are there smells going on? You got to engage the senses, the colors, everything, and the mood of, of the people in your booth. Are you drawing people in? How about this question? And I want you to seriously think about this and consider it. If you were walking by your booth, would you want to walk up to it? Would it draw you in? And not just the look of the booth. You may look at the booth and go, wow, it looks great. But how about the people? Are the people standing there? Are they on their phones? Are they engaging? Are they smiling? Are they looking like they're mad? 
because we've all seen all sorts of people at these at uh, trade shows. Okay, so you've got to think about that. How are you creating that atmosphere? Is it drawing people in? Okay, the next part of our, our our experience. Once we got seated, we had two people serving our table. Again, you know, they set the tone. This would not be average service. You had two people serving three people. This was not a party of 10 where they had two people. This was three of us, and there were two people serving our table. Do your customers know more than just you at your company? Think about that. Okay, if we step out of the trade show world for a minute, if you're the only person, you know, there's other people at your company. Let people and let businesses know that you are there as a company to serve them, not just you as a salesperson or as their main contact, but that there's other people as well. And how about at your, your trade show booth? How are you serving people and setting that tone? All right. Next thing they did, they brought out that cutting board with the stakes on it. And then the way that their servers described the dishes. Oh, my gosh, just made my mouth water. How are you describing your products and services? Are you separating yourself from your competitors or are you just fitting right in? Are you using the same language that everyone else uses? If, if that's all you're doing, then... They're not going to be able to distinguish you or you remember you from all your competitors that are also at that show. You got to set yourself apart. You've got to be describing in ways that highlight the benefits that really get them excited. And you got to ask them questions about what they're really looking for so that when you're describing your products, when you're talking about your services, when you're talking about the offerings your company has, that you are hitting their main needs, that you're not just being a cookie cutter presenter, that you are talking to them and hitting their hot buttons. And I want you to think about it. You may have the best product on the market, but if you're just using generic terms, you're just that commodity, that commodity. Oh my gosh, you don't want to be a commodity. You don't want to be just competing on price. You need to be getting a price that you deserve. Now, Hall's is not an inexpensive restaurant, but it's worth every penny. It is worth every penny. Okay, there's a reason why they can charge more and that place was packed with a line outside. This was not your average restaurant and I hope that I, that came through in my description of my experience there. Next thing, when the food started arriving, everything was a feast for the eyes. Everything looked fantastic. Now let's think about your booth. Are you putting your best foot forward each and every time? Does your booth look great? Is everything picked up off the floor? Is everything stacked nicely? Is your literature neat? Is it filled? Are your giveaways neatly placed out there? You know, or is there some, you know, did someone leave a water bottle or a coffee cup on the counter? Uh, is your display messy? Is there, is there uh, scraps of paper on the floor? Whatever it is, make sure you have that booth looking fantastic. And at the beginning of the show, every booth looks great. We all take the time to make the booth look great, but how is it during the show? Have somebody in charge of getting the booth straightened up and le keeping it looking at its best at least a couple times during the show. If it's a multi-day show, at the beginning of every day and at least once during the day, okay? And if there's some downtime, that person should be constantly going around, refilling literature, picking up any litter that's on the floor, getting having people put away their their uh, water bottles and things like that, whatever that's cluttering up so that the next person walking past your booth can have the experience that the first person had walking past your booth, that it always looks great. 
All right, then we started tasting the food. And of course, the food tasted as good or better as than we expected. So going back to you and your trade show booth, make sure if you're doing product demos that your products actually work. <laughs> I've seen so many things go wrong over the years. You know, one time I saw a, a product which was sent out to do demos was defective. Oh, so frustrating. Another time I saw a company with a software product. They were relying on their own internet hotspot to run the demos, but inside the hall, and if anyone's done a lot of shows in these big mega halls, the internet could be horrible inside these inside these halls. And so they kept getting stuck. Their software kept freezing. That's not a good look. And people will just walk away in the middle of a demo because they're not going to stand there for an hour while you get your try to get your uh, your software to work. So here's a pro tip for you. If you're going to be relying on internet service at the booth, go with the service that the trade show is offering. So many convention centers have the, have this horrible uh, internet service, like I just said. So be sure to make the right decision. This is not something you want to pinch pennies on, if, especially if you have to rely on that internet. And this goes beyond trade shows. This is important in business as well. Make sure your products and services live up to the expectations you set. Nothing can sour a customer more than the product that doesn't perform to the level that you promised and don't overpromise over deliver every time you want to have raving customers and raving fans for life over deliver under promise over deliver every time okay so we were done with our meal and then that moment moment when they cleared off our table what a wow moment it was unreal unreal so what are you doing to create wow moments for your attendees how can you be more memorable in a positive way what can you do? Brainstorm with your team. Try to figure out how do we create those wow moments so people not only remember you, but they remember you in a positive light and think about you long after that they've left your booth. Finally, on our way out, we were thanked again by one of the owners. How often do we go out of our way to thank our attendees for stopping by our booth? It rarely happens for me. Or how many times do we effectively follow up in a genuine way that makes people truly believe you appreciate them stopping by your booth, whether they become customers or not? Be genuine. Be grateful that they stop by your booth. And do impressive follow-ups. Do impressive follow-ups, okay? And on the way out of the booth, when, after you've made a great uh, demo with them, you've had a great conversation, then thank them. Thank them for stopping by. Don't just let them walk away thinking that it was just one more person that you gave a brochure to or gave a demo to. And set the tone with the follow-up information. Not that they're just walking away, but they're expecting that follow-up from you because you talked about it, you scheduled it, or you said, hey, you know what? Be on the lookout. I'm going to send you an email next week when you get back in the office. So impress them with the follow-up. So there you go. That's how... This amazing five-star restaurant taught me about how to better work trade shows. You know, I encourage you to go back through this episode, listen again, take notes about what changes that you can make in your trade show booth or maybe even in your virtual trade show. It's time to truly wow your attendees, wow your customers. And if you ever find yourself in Charleston, <laughs> please make your way over to Hall's Chop House. You will not be disappointed. You'll be in for such an amazing experience. And I'll be sure to drop the web link into the show notes for Hall's. 
And thanks for listening, everybody. I hope hope you had fun today. I hope it got your mouth watering a little bit, but even more important, I hope it got your wheels spinning on what you can do to make your trade show booth experience better. And don't forget to subscribe to Trade Show University, and we'll see you next time here on campus here at Trade Show U. We've come to the end of this class here at Trade Show University, but we encourage you to never stop learning. We have plenty more resources and information available on our website, tradeshowu.biz. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list for exclusive insights and information to help you get your PhD in ROI. You'll find all this and more at tradeshowu.biz. Until next time, class dismissed.